Hello, beautiful humans. First of all, thank you for listening to Crone by Design, a Dash of Everything podcast. In this podcast, I talk about and further the discussion and dissecting of various topics that can be qualified as taboo to mass media. Where being a little open-minded and education can solve this misunderstanding. Also, I like to talk about a diverse set of topics that might inspire you to want to learn more about or have a better understanding of what that topic is. This week's podcast episode is for those who are new or interested in witchcraft and might want or need a couple of ideas of where to start your practice or pursue some research. As witchcraft is a huge subject to study and explore, and especially during COVID, there has been a surge of popularity in witchcraft and some exploitation of the craft itself. As someone who's interested in the subject, you might have been dissuaded from pursuing or entertaining the thought based on seeing very rigid aesthetics, tools, and possibly even rude gatekeeping of witchcraft across social media. But one of the beautiful things about witchcraft that may not quite publicly be known is that witchcraft itself is not a religion. It is a lifestyle. I know that might have sounded a bit cheesy, but it is true. When you get down to it, witchcraft is not a rule-abiding religion. Myself, I come from being raised Lutheran for 20 years. And when I finally broke from the faith and the church, I was in college at the time and was able to explore and open my mind to paths that had been staunch from going down by my previous faith. I had a few friends at the time that were interested in sections of witchcraft and that opened up topics to discuss and see where we all stood. It was nice to have some people to talk about in person. As our lives and decisions push us apart, I still talk to people in person and online about witchcraft and am always up for a discussion about it. As I kept up my research and interest in witchcraft, it led me here today. As I am a solitary, eclectic witch of two years, I do like to still talk with people and host discussions on the craft, but I mainly practice alone, which is one of the greatest parts of creating your own path in witchcraft is that you get to decide how you practice and what. As we all know the popularized modern categories of witchcraft, such as a green witch, hearth and kitchen witch, Crystal Witch, Cosmic Witch, and the list just goes on and on. I emphasize the word modern in the categories as the categories have been a recent addition and spin on the craft. And I am proud to label myself as a solitary eclectic witch as I fluctuate my practice on many different aspects, pulling from different categories of witches and I practice alone. These are all choices you get to make. Witchcraft and your practice are boundless and you get to create your path. There is no technical wrong choice, but please do your due diligence and research before actively casting. As you dig into witchcraft and all the many paths, you might come across something called Wicca. Wicca is a religion found within witchcraft and you can decide whether to pursue it or not as there is much to research within Wicca. In this episode, I just keep Wicca to this definition, and I might research an episode on it further. But 
As I am not a Wiccan and would want to do the subject due diligence before going into the depth on Wicca, the following definition was found on dictionary.com and the link to the article will be on, sorry, in the episode description below. Wicca. Someone who practices Wicca is known as a Wiccan who follows a nature-oriented religion having rituals and practices derived from pre-Christian religious beliefs. Witchcraft is typically associated with the religion. So, of course, there is very much to discuss, sorry, to discuss on the topic of Wicca with respect to those who actively practice, and I will deepen that conversation later. As I want this episode to be kind of a jumping off point for you, you get to decide if some of this reference material I have suggested is something you want to look into or not, as there is no right or wrong way to come into witchcraft. In this first section is going to be about books that I recommend. And these are books that you can look into as you start your research or to guide you deeper on your path. Don't worry if you suddenly get a little clammy as you're driving or in the depths of another task. I will have all the book titles and links for all of my other recommendations down below in the episode description. So you don't need to rush to write these down and you can just take it or leave it on my recommendation. As I know how I listen to podcasts, I'm always cleaning or working on something, so I got you. I also have many more witchy and metaphysical book recommendations that I will cover in another episode as they begin to narrow down to be personalized to my own path. And I'm a huge book lover, and as this podcast ages, I will come back around with more recommendations, as this all is a unique learning experience to everyone. There is no wrong or right way, especially when you start creating your own path. To start out, these first two books are recommendations for more of a research perspective to give yourself some background of what witchcraft has been translated and transformed into throughout time. As I live in the United States, I am viewing everything from a Western perspective, so take that into consideration as well, as your location in the world does play a big part into the magic around you in different times in which you can access sorry, access different parts of your magic. And it's really just kind of fun to follow nature patterns as well. So this first book is called Drawing Down the Moon, Witches, Druids, Goddess Worshippers, and Other Pagans in America by Margot Adler. This is a book that I found came highly recommended in the community. It is a very expansive and in-depth reference book I know it has taken me a lot of time to work through and digest as I'm not a quick reader, but a more in-depth reader. It is a must, sorry, it is a must have in every person's book list, in my opinion. And so each book, as I introduce them, I will read the back of the book. And so here's this one. Almost 30 years since its original publication, Drawing Down the Moon continues to be the most sorry, the only detailed history of the burgeoning but still widely misunderstood neo-pagan subculture. Margot Adler attended ritual gatherings and interviewed a diverse, colorful gallery of people across the United States. 
People who find inspiration in ancient deities, nature, myth, even science fiction. Contrary to stereotype, what Adler discovered was neither cults nor odd sects, but religious groups that are non-authoritarian in spirit and share the belief that there is no one single path to divinity. This fully revised edition of Drawing Down the Moon has been expanded to include an updated resource guide of newsletters, journals, books, groups, and festivals. And that is Drawing Down the Moon by Margot Adler. The next book that I'm recommending that is still in the same vein of a research perspective book is Women Who Run With the Wolves, Myths and Stories of the Wild Woman Archetype by Clarissa Pincola Estes, Ph.D., And really, I want to start with this experience that I have with reading this title and book. My heart really just starts pounding, my hands and arms ache with excitement. I think it's a way of like, I fizzle out when I come into contact with this book as my path runs with the wild woman archetype and just instantly fills my cup with inspiration and motivation. And I wanted to note this as I find this extremely important as you create your own path to follow and research things that make you feel alive and get that frizzled feeling. So I will read the back of this book. Within every woman, there lives a powerful force filled with good instincts, passionate creativity, and ageless knowing. She is the wild woman who represents the instinctual nature of women, but she is an endangered species. In Women Who Run With the Wolves by Dr. Estes unfolds rich intercultural myths, fairy tales, and stories, many from her own family in order to help women reconnect with the fierce, healthy, visionary attributes of this instinctual nature. Throughout the story and commentaries in this remarkable book, we retrieve, examine, love, and understand the wild woman and hold her against our deep psyches as one who's both magic and medicine. Dr. Estes has created a new lexicon from describing the female psyche. Fertile and life-giving, it is a psychology of woman in the truest sense, a knowing of the soul. And that is Women Who Run With the Wolves, Myths and Stories of the Wild Woman Archetype by Clarissa Pincola Estes, Ph.D. These next few book recommendations are catered to more of the annual cyclical motivations behind witchcraft. These books help practitioners tailor their practice within the year and also special events that you can observe in your practice or not. This being the case for each year, there are new copies that are printed. And I love using Llewellyn's resources. They are, I forget how old they are, but they are like one of the main publishers in witchcraft. And they always have great resources. (laughs) So there's just so much good things to say. And so I have technically three books that I would recommend and they're more in an almanac like format so I won't read the back of them as they will change each year and there's like 
2023 editions, and so on. So the first one I recommend is Llewellyn's 2023 Sabbath's Almanac. And that is from Samhain 2022 to Maven 2023. So soon, actually, I'm going to have to get 2024. But this one goes more into, like, the wheel of the year and different things that you can do to celebrate that. And the wheel of the year is the eight different witches' sabbats that are celebrated within that year. And I will have an episode in the future going further into detail about the different sabbats in the wheel of the year. And so this almanac is a really great one to jump from. Llewellyn's also has one called the Magical Almanac. And so this is how to incorporate practical magic for everyday living. So they really like day to day, they like tell you like the day, if there's any holidays, the moon sign, incense to burn, where's the moon, when is the new moon, like the time and the color. And it's a lot of really great information if you really want to get very detailed into your practice. Or even if you're starting your practice and you want some daily ritual, like to address the color and you can address to the color of the day. Or if you're following the moon, you can see where the moon is each day by just looking into your almanac. And so it just creates a nice holistic kind of view of tailoring your day. And another one of Llewellyn's is uh, The Witch's Companion, A Guide to com- sorry, Contemporary Living. And so this is where like it does have some spells, but it's like their main thing is new ideas, stronger witchcraft, better living. So it's more like full moon altar, building confidence, grounding anxiety, magical self-renewal, And just learning more different aspects of witchcraft, which is nice Like if you just want a book that has a ton of ideas for where you can pick and choose what you like and what you don't like. Like they introduce new subjects such as creating your own book of shadows and making the mundane magical and witchy fitness. So I definitely recommend these three Omnac slash companions and again they come out every year so they put in new information from a wide array of authors who write into Llewellyn and so I think it's always a great way to just like start picking together what you are interested in your own practice. These last two books I want to throw in as they are books that come in handy while creating your own path as they have a more personal feel and not as rigid as history and reference materials might be, I find these two books inspiring as, let's be honest, life moves on every day and sometimes we're ready to go and battle the day and others, we need a pick-me-up. These two books are perfect for a witchy dollop of inspiration for your day. The first book I recommend is Yoga for Witches by Sarah Robinson. I love this book because as I have been coming into my own witchhood, 
I also have gone through my courses to become a yoga instructor. I love how this book incorporates incorporates everything I love about yoga from meditation, intention, chakra, and more to how witchcraft can just be as important in your yoga teachings. As I want to teach my yoga classes with a more witchy intention and to invite other people like me to their mats in a no-judgment zone. And so I'll read the back of the book. Find your magic on the mat. Yoga for Witches explores a new kind of journey, connecting two powerful spiritual disciplines with enchanting effects. Witchcraft and yoga share many similar... Sorry. Similar... Oh, wow. I can't say that word. I'm just going to skip it that are explored in combination in this groundbreaking new title from Sarah Robinson, certified yoga instructor and experienced witch. Yoga for witches share share exercises, poses, and the knowledge you need to connect to your own special magic and inner power. Explore how ancient yogis sought out magic. Weave magic through spells, mantra, meditation, and yoga practice. Discover some of the goddesses and gods of yoga, sorry, yoga and witch culture. Connect to the power of the sun, moon, and earth via witchcraft and yoga. Explore the magic, sorry, <laughs> magic of the chakras. Sarah Robinson is a yoga meditation teacher based in Bath, UK. Her background is in science. She holds a MSc in psychology and neuroscience and has studied at Bath Exterior and Harvard Universities. So I, again, that is Yoga for Witches, Sarah Robinson. I'm sorry for choking on some of that reading, but I still read it day to day. And especially when I'm coming up with new teachings for my yoga class, I find this really inspiring as I just created a chakra workshop for my classes and she was really helpful this book in identifying different things that I personally didn't think to include in my workshop and so I absolutely love it and highly recommend it. Next fun personalized witchy recommendation I recommend is Rebel Witch, Carve the Craft That's Yours Alone by Kelly Ann Maddox. And really, oh my god, there is so much I can say about this book. It is such a liberating feeling to stumble upon this book, as you might have already experienced if you joined any in-person or online witchy communities. The people who feel that is their duty to intimidate and gatekeep others within or joining the witchy community... That part absolutely sucks and all honesty pisses me off. Yeah, because isn't the point of joining and learning about witchcraft is to make a sense and literal liberation from being or feeling condemned from mainstream pop culture, religious communities, and possibly family members? So to take this path to create your own sense of magic and love and creativity and just become a more authentic version of you. I know that gatekeeping has kept me from being more vocal about my practice and an in-person life. And I find interesting conversations being struck up in my booth during festivals and events. But truly, 
I'm going to say it. Fuck them. Fuck the gatekeepers. Read this book. Give yourself grave. <laughs> wow. Give yourself grace to come into your practice and tailor your practice to you. You are you. There is not another you in this world. Create what is yours. God's. This book is literally a fucking piece of witchy liberation and everyone should know about it in my opinion. In my measly opinion. But rock on. I am pumped up and this is just the first section of recommendations. And I will read the back of this book. This is an invitation to become a witch on your own terms. What does being a witch wow, what does being a witch mean to you? What do you want from your witchy path? How powerful could you pra- could your practice be if it connected you to the things you love? Rebel Witch does not seek to tell you what to do. It aims to spark inspiration, encourages you to speak a truly authentic practice that reflects your unique experiences, taste, and personality. It's about trying things out, swerving the stuff that feels dusty and boring, and choosing only what makes your heart dance, the witchy fandango. If you are at the beginning of your journey, Rebel Witch covers all the craft basics from casting spells, divination to energy and shadow work, offering tons of ideas as a launch pad for your own. And if you've been claiming the word witch for years, you'll find a myriad of ways of shaking things up. Whether you are reinventing the wheel of the year, choosing your favorite children's book as a sacred text, or constructing your own deity from the icons you admire, you get to build a practice that makes you feel fizzy, and that's a guarantee of of potent results. Through history, witches have rebelled against society, so be brave, be bold, be inspired, be empowered to do things your way. And that is Rebel Witch, Crave, sorry, Carve the Craft That's Yours Alone by Kellyanne Maddox. This next segment is about apps that I recommend. And to let you know, there are a ton of apps that are out there, especially a new surge of more witchy, attuned apps. This is where it is more to the practitioner to decide what they want to incorporate into their practice, as not all apps are going to be your jam. Such as, if you want to go more astrological, then you might not want all the crystal identifier apps. So take what you personally are interested from this section on apps as you might not find any of them interesting but at least have an idea of what to look for in an app that is more witchy attuned. This first app that I'm just putting out there as a good jumping off point and recommendation is CoStar Personalized Astrology. And so this is one of the first more metaphysical apps I was introduced to, and I remember so many people in college having this app, especially being in college when everyone would ask you what your sign was and all the nitty-gritty of your sign. This app was very helpful. Once you download the app, you put in your information, and it will have your entire astrology chart and give you daily insights on your signs. 
I personally don't know a lot about astrology, so this app did help when people asked me about my signs. But if you're huge into astrology signs, you will love this app. Again, I think this is more of a jumping off point type app of astrology, as I'm sure as time has gone on that there are more apps that go into greater depth if astrology is your jam. And so I know some people have mentioned on other podcasts, I listened to that they didn't like it, but hey, people have right to their own opinion. I think this app, like I said, good jumping off point. And there's no fee that I ran into while using this app. So hey, free is a plus, especially when you're getting into your witchy being and you don't know exactly where you want to really hyper fixate on this is a great free app and that is again costar personalized astrology this next app that i recommend is moonly app the moon calendar and this app is a lot of fun to me because it follows the moon which helps my practice a lot but also gives you a daily insight to the moon and what you can do throughout your day to help get the most out of it. This app isn't really personally tailored to you, but it gives more general understanding of the moon and the phases. I also like how it lets me know which days are favorable, neutral, and unfavorable to get my hair cut, as I do follow that. But this app also goes into daily affirmations, rituals, and different lessons you can go through. I do those every once in a while, but to note, there is a fee for this app the more in-depth you want to go. So the very basic stuff is free, but the more detailed stuff will be a fee. And I don't know what off the my head it is, but for the most part, it is free. And like I said... If you like the moon cycle and that's where you want your practice to head, this might be a great app to do your research on and maybe invest in. And again, that is the Moonly app, the Moon Calendar. This next app is perfect for those who love meditation or those who need help with meditation. It is called Insight Timer. I really love this app, and I know one of my favorite witchy podcasters, Jenny Blonde from Comfy Cozy Witch, she recommends this app a ton too. This app is great for setting up for meditations. You can also use the app for white noise, breath work, and journaling. I use this app for meditations, especially when I'm starting my day, but also when I'm working within my craft. Usually then, I feel a bit fatigued and use meditation as a transitioning point between coming out of my mundane life to do something within my practice and also to transition back into my mundane life. This app is free, but if you want more in-depth meditations, there is a fee. This app is again called Insight Timer. If you're big into rocks or crystals or stones, I recommend Rock Identifier, also known as Stone ID. This app is super helpful if you're into stones and crystals in your practice. If you just open the app and are able to take a 
picture of the stone or crystal in question and I it will identify what it is and give you a ton of information such as hard, hardness, color, what names it is also known as, how to identify and healing properties, meanings, and so much more. Then when you're done with the particular stone or crystal, you can add it to your collection for further study and use in the future. Also, it's fun to use when you're out shopping and find a stone you don't know much about. This app is free to an extent, but there is a fee the more in-depth you want to use the app. Again, this app is called Rock Identifier Stone ID. And of course, I know there's a ton of people out there who love plants. And so this app is called Picture This Plant Identifier. This app is great, especially when I'm walking with nature and find a plant that catches my eye, but I don't know what it is. I can just pull up this app and take a picture of the plant. It will pull up the plant's name, as well as care tips if the plant is toxic, as well as the adding the plant to your collection in the app while also setting reminders to take care of your plant. I enjoy this plant ID app a lot as it works on all plants, flowers, herbs, shrubs, or trees with just a photo. This is very helpful when you are wanting to make your own teas, grow your own herbs, and incorporate all plants into your practice. And such as what I've done myself, I have saw someone in the neighborhood who had this butterfly bush that I didn't know what it was called. And I just loved it. So I just took a picture of it in the app and it pulled it right up. And guess what? I have that plant now physically in my own garden. I love it. I use it. I recommend it. This app is not free, but there is an option for a yearly payment plan to make it a little bit cheaper than a monthly plan. Again, this app is called Picture This Plant Identifier app. Of course, there are a ton of podcasts out there, but the one that I will recommend every single day is Comfy Cozy Witch by Jenny Blonde. I absolutely love her podcast. She has a great background in her practice, and I find her podcast very comforting and knowledgeable. Her podcast is the first one I always recommend, and she goes into depth on different parts of the craft and gives many resources, some of which I've used in this episode. So please go check her out. I believe her podcast is on all aspects sorry, aspects, all different platforms for podcasts where they are available, go check her out. Comfy Cozy Witch. The last round of recommendations is a mix of YouTubers and Instagram pages. As I know, I love having sometimes a little easier access to magical inspirations from watching videos on YouTube or even just seeing a beautiful reel or a post that is teaching you something in the magical realm, here are a few of my recommendations. For YouTube, I would recommend The Green Witch by Annabelle Margaret. She is a great YouTuber with a big background in green witchery. Her videos are so beautiful and have a great witchy aesthetic. Annabelle covers great topics, recipes, and ideas to bring into your practice. Sometimes when I'm just kind of feeling out of my own practice, I love to watch some of her videos as she just has a very calming, 
presence and just a beautiful home that she shares with us on YouTube. And the second YouTuber that I recommend is The Witch's Cookery. And I swear to all the gods, I cannot find her name anywhere. I don't know, like, she has to mention it somewhere. But I just can't, I can't find it, I can't think of it. But nonetheless, she is a great YouTuber with an extensive background. And she says, weaving the magic into the mundane of everyday life tasks. She makes magical steps more bite-sized in order for anyone to grasp and also replicate into their own lives. I use her a lot <clears throat> sorry, for inspiration and to get back into the routine if I've been needing a magical boost to get back into my practice. She's big into kitchen witchery and she has some delicious recipes. So for Instagram pages that I recommend, I definitely recommend Comfy Cozy Witch by Jenny Blonde. I recommend The Witch's Cookery. I recommend The Green Witch by Annabelle Margaret. And I know there are a ton more Instagram pages and I follow, like, I have my own witchy business called Crone by Design. And so in my own realm, I follow a lot of other metaphysical businesses, people, topics, and it's such a great place to find inspiration and ideas. So definitely look at your resources that are more free, such as YouTube and Instagram, even Facebook, and you might be able to take your first steps of learning what you're into in your own path more of a free way instead of really investing in it. Also, this is a wrap-up of all my recommendations. I will have all of them in the show notes below. Thank you to everyone who has listened to this episode. I hope you have enjoyed and maybe found some inspiration or something of value. I had a lot of fun researching for this episode and got passionate, as you may have been able to tell. But I wish nothing but the best for you in your practice and let me know if you have recommendations or stories you would like to share within a future listener story. You can submit all of those at cronebydesign.com and click on the tab submit stories for podcasts and fill out the form. Thank you all very very much and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye!